the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. We ended up sourcing five products that we wanted to create a new brand, right? We're going after a specific audience. And so... Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates and I will be your host and this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon related and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. Get it? As a matter of fact, I just got back from China. I was out there for a sourcing event. And while I was on that long flight, right, over 14 hours, I was sleeping. And while I was sleeping, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So you may have noticed that the podcasts have been very sporadic and not very plentiful, even though Guillermo and myself had pledged to try to get like four of these things out every week. And we made that commitment and then everything just went crazy. We got so busy. For those of you that are new, you should know that, you know, I'm not just an FBA private label seller. I'm trying to grow that business. I did $1.6 million last year, but I'm shooting to do $4 million this year. So I have a lot to do, a lot of expansion. But on top of that, I've got the podcast that I've got to do. And I'm trying to stay active in our Facebook group, our community of over 18,000 members. If you're not a member there, definitely check it out. Uh, if you go to Facebook and you type in FBA High Rollers, you will find us. You can also find us very quickly by going to the ampmpodcast.com website. And I think somewhere on the top right, there should be a Facebook group link. Just click that and it'll redirect you there. And then you just have to apply and, and we'll, we'll get you in. So we have those things going. But beyond that, we have more, right? Some people know, some people don't, but we have the Helium 10 software suite, right? We've been building this for well over a year now, and it's been free for a lot of the tools for the majority of that time. There's still, I think, gosh, almost half of the tools are free. The other half are for paid members. It's like 97 bucks a month and you gain access to everything. The other thing that we're doing is we're getting into training the first year. I didn't do any kind of training, even though people have asked for one-on-one -on -one training, that kind of stuff. I haven't been doing it. So now we have an advanced training event that we're doing that's coming up on May 21st through the 24th. It's called the Illuminati Mastermind Live Event. It's going to be awesome. 75 people. That's how many can attend. That's how many seats we have set. It's not going to be 76. It's not going to be two extra days of courses. It's going to be that one event and that's it. And we also have the monthly training for the Illuminati Mastermind members for those that want, you know, 90 minutes to two hours of content every Every single month versus essentially a year's worth of content that will be dished out over the two days at the event. So we're doing that. And then we're going beyond that to give you kind of a, a little more information into our mindset and what we want to do. In addition to the FBA side of business, I have other things, right? I have the merch business, right? Or Amazon does the print on demand for our t-shirts. That doesn't make me a lot of money. You know, some months it's going to be four grand in profit. I'm pure profit, right? That's just what Amazon 
writes, you know, they deposit into our account. Sometimes it's $6,000, but it's extra. It's just, it's something that we set up last year and hired, well, actually we had our own team, but yeah, it's hiring virtual assistants, uh, usually from the Philippines that are really good at doing artwork, creating these t-shirts that Amazon pays for completely. You just say, hey, look, I want to make $8 per shirt. They, you adjust the price and then there's no cost to you. There's no inventory, no anything. They just set it up and give you a percentage of each of the sales. And so that's just free money that comes in. But, you know, there was building that up right now. That doesn't take up any time. But we're also looking to doing things outside of Amazon. I've kind of wanted to touch these topics a little bit. I'm going to probably talk about them in the podcast in the future. But more than likely, this is going to be more Illuminati mastermind type stuff for those members. You know, those are our advanced members, people that pay to get that content. That's where we'll talk about that because it, it is more advanced, um, you know, free plus shipping type offers, things that you can really drive your business and build up your list and, and things that are slightly outside of the Amazon side of things. So if you're interested in that, you can always check that out at IlluminatiMastermind.com. But yeah, that is why I've been so slammed. We've done webinars. We've got a couple more webinars coming up. And whew, it's nuts. On top of all of that, we've been traveling a lot. We went to the, the ClickFunnels event in Dallas and then directly from there when it finished, literally the next day, flew to Miami to attend an event there with Justin Laguerre, who's coming out to speak at our event. He's an awesome guy. That was cool. Came from Miami, came back. We were here for a couple of days and then we flew back out to Mexico to the Riviera Maya to shoot a video that should be posted up here uh, alive very soon. That's for the actual event. And then we came back and then we flew to China. Oh no, sorry. We flew to Las Vegas for the ASD and Prosper show. We did that for about a week and then we came back and then went to China and I was gone for a week and now I'm back and I'm like, man, I've only done like two podcasts in a month. So wanted to give an update, talk a little bit about what's been going on. I'm going to try to do this all in one take. I probably won't even edit this. I just want to get it out there. But first things first, I noticed in our group, somebody had posted and I, I haven't verified this yet, guys, but I did look on my account and it looks like it's accurate. And I don't know if it's just a bug or if they've actually done this because I haven't seen any announcements from Amazon yet. But it appears that the health and personal care category, which was gated before, right? You had to get approval to sell in that category. doesn't look like it's gated anymore, or at least the primary, the main category is not gated. I don't see it. I look on my list of what I'm approved for and it's not on there. So Maybe they've ungated it. If people can double check this and post on our group, that would be great. But as of right now, it looks like that one is open for business, guys. So check that out. If you've been waiting to get approved for that category, you might be able to get in right now. So again, I just saw this like five minutes before I started this podcast. So, and I checked really quick on my account and I didn't see it in there anymore. So they removed it, it looks like, as one of the gated categories. So hopefully I'm not going to kick myself later for announcing this five minutes after I saw it. Maybe it was just like a, an Amazon bug and, and it'll, by the time you listen to this, it's back on there as gated. But as of right now, I can take a screenshot and show it's not on there. The next thing, uh, China, I guess I should talk a little bit about what I did there and my thoughts on the, the whole process. I'll do that very quickly. It's something that my friend Elena Cyrus is going to be talking about at the Illuminati Mastermind event in detail, but and we'll probably do a podcast on this after the event. I think it's going to be pretty cool. But it was cool, guys. We flew out to China. If you've never flown to China, I ended up upgrading to business class. I never do that. I don't care. You know, I'm happy to fly in coach, right? Economy, whatever you want to call it. I have no problems with that. The issue for me is that I'm six foot four. So when I get into an aircraft, 
it's tight, right? For me, my knees are up against the seat in front of me and if the person in front of me reclines their seat, I can't even see the TV screen on the seat because it's at an angle that because of my height where my head is, it's like the screen is dark. So it becomes a mess. And since this was going to be a very long flight for over 14 hours flight, I ended up deciding, you know what? I don't want to be stuck in that position. I can't sleep very well. It's better to pop for a business class seat. So I did that. I mean, it was cool, right? Because it reclines 180 degrees and you sleep and that was nice. I hadn't done that before. Like I said, I'm, I tend to try to save some cash where I can. And I don't need that. But on a long flight, it was worth it, especially on, the, on this particular airline. It's China East or what is it? China Eastern. And it looked like the economy seats were pretty tight. So anyway, flew out there, flew to Shanghai, checked out the city for the evening. It was crazy, super busy. It was awesome though. And then we took the train to Iwu and went to the event. It was put on by Elena Saris. She is one of the, I guess, co- she's a co-founder at Source in Asia, which is the company. And I made a post about this on our Facebook group, but she's awesome. I actually met her at a previous event in Las Vegas, Mask Conversions. And had I not gone to that event, I would not have ever met her and none of this would have happened. So guys, when I say go to events, right, because of the networking opportunity, I mean it. That's how you make relationships or create relationships. And from those relationships, good things can happen. Because I went to this event because I, or I went to the Las Vegas event. I met her. She ended up becoming, you know, a a good friend of mine now. We talk on a regular basis. She told me about her business and what she's doing outside of FBA, kind of like me, right? I've got my FBA business, but I've got all these other things. Well, she has this with her partner, Simon. And she said, you should definitely come out and check it out. So we did. Me, Guillermo Puyol, and then my buddy Kevin King, we all flew on the same plane and went out there to uh, find out about sourcing products in Iwu, right? That's Y-I-W-U, Iwu. I I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But yeah, her thing is legitimate. It's cool. You get out there, they take care of your room, you're there for several days, and they assign you a sourcing agent, not a translator. I know some places give you translators, and then they have like a sourcing agent that like the whole group uses. In our case, we all had our own sourcing agent, which acted also as our translator. And it was phenomenal because we can go into these factory booths. If we like something, we can negotiate right there on the spot, create a purchase order, right? And we're done. And then at that point, our agent can help facilitate everything from the packaging to getting it all put into, uh, you know, consolidated into a warehouse if we're ordering stuff from multiple factories and then getting all of that uh, into a container or working with our freight forwarder or whatever the case might be. So it's pretty cool. Now you might be asking yourself, well, can I just do that, you know, without having to go? Can I use Alibaba or can I use, you know, some other site or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. You can. But for me, what I notice on Alibaba or any site that where you're trying to source, it's always a serious negotiation, right? And sometimes it's crazy. You think you got the best deal and you really don't. What I noticed at least this was my personal experience in the EU markets, was that the deals that they were giving us were really, really good. Like the prices, you weren't dealing, it's not like they would say, hey, this is $3 when really the price you were going to get it at is $1. That's not the way it worked. We were dealing with negotiations of cents. So if it was $1.50, maybe we'd get it down to like $1.40 or something like that, right? And then you had to negotiate packaging and the packaging was crazy, right? You're like, well, we want custom packaging and we want to do this. And they'd be like, well, that's going to be more expensive. It's going to be very expensive. Well, what's very expensive? And they say, well, it's going to be an extra six cents per unit or something like that, right? And we would laugh like, oh my gosh, that's it. So if you've not heard of Iwu, it's, uh, I believe it's the world's largest marketplace. Depending on where you look, the sources say there's 60 to 80,000 booths there. And I believe it. That's crazy, right? I think we probably saw 
2%, 3%, maybe 5% on the top end. And that's just booths that we were walking by, not booths that we were stopping at. The cool thing about the way Elena has it with her Source in Asia company is that you're in advance, you're submitting the products that you're interested in and the agent is actually researching all this in advance and getting it all ready so that when you get there, boom, you're just walking right into the booths that sell these products. You don't have to like go crazy and, and spend all day trying to find something. So we'd get in there, we'd source that thing and we were done. And of course, as you're walking by, it happened for us, you know, you would see cool stuff. Like, you know, you're going in there to get a hammer and you're, as an example, and you'd see saws and sledgehammers and all kinds of electric hammer, all kinds of crazy stuff. And you're like, oh, I want to stop and, and check this out. But we ended up sourcing five products that we wanted to create a new brand, right? We're going after a specific audience. And so we found five. We were actually going for more than that. We actually ran out of time, but we found five products that we were going to source and one product that which is being heavily customized i don't know anybody that's selling this product it's like it's kind of in the tools category it's going to be interesting and yeah so that that was really cool we also set up a factory visit with two factories having to do with halloween you know like seasonal type stuff i want to check out seasonal whether it's summer or father's day or valentine's day christmas halloween all the different seasonal things right and this one happened to be for halloween checked out a couple factories and it was really cool, right? You walk in and it's crazy. It's like a monstrous Halloween showroom kind of thing. And it's weird, right? Because you find products that, you know, normally would sell for 30 bucks and you're like, well, maybe we'll get them for like 10 and they end up being like $2 or something like that. So it's pretty cool to actually go out to the factories and negotiate right there with the factory owners. There's a lot of cultural things you've got to learn, you know, like I didn't know that when they hand you business cards, you know, and they're handing them to you and with both hands, you're supposed to receive them with both hands and kind of acknowledge those things. And, you know, you don't just want to just grab it with one hand and throw it in your pocket without even looking at them. Little things. I don't know how important that stuff is. This is stuff that I was told to do, and it, it just goes a long ways. I know that Kevin, I think, was writing on one of the business cards and her, uh, his agent told him, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or maybe, I don't know. I, I guess there are certain things that might be disrespectful or you shouldn't do, but a lot of little cool things, right? You know, having drinks with the factory owners goes a long way to building relationships and maybe the deposits are less or whatever the case might be, right? So a lot of neat things. If you're interested in attending something like this, I would definitely get in touch with a source in Asia, Elena. She's in our group. I actually tagged her in, in the post. I'm going to be doing a podcast with her in the near future, she's also going to be speaking at our Illuminati Mastermind event where she goes into, you know, uh, a lot of details, essentially talking about how to, all these little ninja tactics that you can do while you're there sourcing. But yeah, we stayed at a great hotel and I can't say uh, enough good things about it other than I wish it would have been another day or two because we literally ran out of time and it was very difficult with the schedule, you know, from getting up in the morning, going to class. They actually have a class where they're teaching you stuff and you're learning. And then you're going to the, the markets and then you're coming back, you know, like probably five, six o'clock. And then you got to get back to class by I think seven, it ends by 9 p.m. And there's not a lot of time to do much, right? Like if you want to network or go out and have dinner and stuff. So it would have been nice to stay a little bit longer. I know that they're looking into some things to, to facilitate that, but that was, it was cool. It was cool. And I don't know about other services that are out there. I haven't been to them. I've heard that some of them have like one sourcing agent for like the entire group. And then everybody's given like translators and things like that. But I like the fact that our guy was with us the whole time, not with anybody else. He was there every day with us only. And we took him to lunch. We took him to dinner. And, you know, he had cocktails with us. And it was, it was cool. So 
Ah, that was it for the sourcing trip. But yeah, very cool. If you want to do something like that, check it out. Gosh, I think this week is going to be crazy. I'm going to try to catch up on some podcasts. I'm going to get going on some tactics that we've been teaching in Illuminati Mastermind that I have not actually set in motion. I want to start doing that. And yeah, it's going to be busy. But I wanted to kind of give you guys an update on why things have happened. Guillermo's still here in California. We're looking to set up an office here in SoCal. So he's checking out homes and then um, he'll be back in a couple days and we'll be back to normal. So that said, I am going to call it. We wanted to get in and out in about 20 minutes. So uh, guys, I appreciate it. My name is Manny Coates. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.